So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Healthcare Business Radio. In today's episode, we are covering the top three, top three content creation mistakes and how to avoid them. So if you're like most business owners out there, you understand the importance of content marketing. Even if you're not in business right now and your goal is to get into business, you've come to realize that if I want to grow my business, if I want to have a major impact and accelerate the amount of revenue that I want to bring in for myself, for my business, and for my family, then I'm going to probably have to put out some content. And whether you love the sound of that, you love putting yourself out there, you love recording content, writing content, and putting it out there, or you absolutely hate it, you and I both know that it's an important part of your business. So just a little backstory here. When I first started on this journey several years ago, I was creating content like crazy. I was posting every single day on multiple platforms. If there was a platform, I was posting on it. You name it, I was there. Whether it was Facebook, Instagram, podcasts, YouTube, Pinterest, all these different platforms that exist, Twitter, et cetera, right? I was posting content on these platforms. Now, that's not the only thing I was doing, right? I was meeting with potential referral partners in person. I was networking. I was going to events. I was doing all the things, right? But on top of that, I was creating content. I was providing value in other people's Facebook groups and local Facebook groups, right? With local gym owners that had access to the people that I wanted to serve. And what was happening at the time, I was starting to get a bit overwhelmed. I was starting to feel a little bit frustrated, a little bit burnt out because I was just all over the place, right? I was trying to be everywhere, be everything for everyone. And what ended up happening was I just stopped it all. I quit. I was like, this is way too much for me. I'm exhausted. I'm not seeing a massive return on my energy, on my time, on all this effort that I'm putting into this. And this was after about six months of doing it, right? So it was a bit frustrating. So I'm curious, like, have you ever felt this way? Have you ever struggled with the idea of putting out content? Have you started to put out content and realize that, you know what? I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong here because I'm just not getting the results that other people seem to be having. Well, if you've ever thought those things and you're not alone because I thought those, those same thoughts, 
right? And maybe you're at a point where you're like, ah, oh, man, I really want to give this another shot, but I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to create all this content that falls on deaf ears. No one listens to it. No one reads it. No one gets any value out of it because that's the entire point of this content, isn't it? And it gets to a point where that's how we start to feel. But the reality is that there is a right way to do it and there's a wrong way. And most people have, have been taught or have learned or have modeled the wrong way to do it. Or they've learned the way to do it the right way, but at the wrong time. And much like in healthcare, much like as a physical therapist or a dietitian, if we don't follow the steps, right? If we don't follow a order, if we don't follow a process, it can actually cause more harm than good. For example, if you're a physical therapist, you're working with someone who has a shoulder injury, okay? And you start to, and let's say it's a, it's a rotator cuff tear, right? And you start to have them do phase three or four activities, phase three or four exercises like overhead presses, right? With let's say 25 pounds, they're probably going to be in quite a bit of pain and they're going to get more hurt, especially if it was their first day. So what, and you know, much like in, you know, in nutrition, there are certain steps, certain things that you have to do in the right order, right? Just like if you're baking a cake, right? I am not, I was going to say, I'm not much of a baker. I'm not a baker at all. I don't, that's not what I'm good at. It's not what I do. I love to eat the food. I don't enjoy making the food. And I don't think anyone wants me to try making it anyway. So there are steps to that. There's a process, there's a recipe. And if you follow it, you get greatness and deliciousness. If you don't, well, you don't. So with marketing, content marketing and content creation, it's very similar. So what happened was at the time, I decided I was going to cut 95% of the content I was creating, completely done with it. After about a month where I completely shut down and didn't want to create more of it, I said, you know what? I still think this is important. I know there's value to it, right? But I need to do this a little bit differently. So I cut about 95% of the content that we were putting out. And then something amazing happened. I was putting less energy, less time into the content. I was creating less of it, but better quality content. And I started to get more engagement. I started to gain more traction. So what I want to share with you now are the three, three content creation mistakes and how to avoid them. Okay. So by this point, you've probably realized, right? That content is very important, especially in this world that we live in now. Social media is everything. And, you know, after everything happened with the pandemic and the coronavirus, even more so, people are more glued to their phones, to their computers, right? To any tech devices that they have nearby, right? We've made a habit out of having them really, really close to us, even closer now. So it's important. Now, again, like I mentioned, there's the right way and the wrong way. And the wrong way can cause you to waste a ton of time, a lot of money, right? Because of opportunity costs a lot of energy and a lot of effort. And the right way can actually allow you to help a lot of people and grow a successful business at the same time. So if that's something that you want, 
then you're going to want to go ahead and pay attention to the next three content creation mistakes. So number one, it's going to sound overly simplistic. Stick with me here. Okay. This can completely change your entire business and your life because you're going to create content with a lot more intention and it's going to allow you to get more out of it. So number one is not knowing why. Not knowing why you are creating content in the first place. Okay? Again, sounds overly simplistic. And this really depends on your business model. And that's why you have to know your outcome. You have to know the intention behind the content that you are creating. Now, one of the mistakes within this that we see really often is people are creating content to promote their programs, to promote their services, to promote their stuff. And while that is something that we want to do sometimes, if that's all we're doing, right? If all we're doing is promoting our products, our programs, and our services, we're going to lose a lot of people because they're not quite there yet. So there's three stages, three stages of buyer's awareness. How many stages are there? There are three stages. And before we dive into those three stages, what I want to make very clear is with content, okay, the overarching goal is to build the KLT factor, right? K stands for no, L stands for like, and T stands for trust. We want to get people to know us, to like us, and to trust us enough to do business with us. So we want to make sure, right, that in the content that we're putting out there, we are doing three things, okay? We are entertaining people because people are on social media more than likely to be entertained. So entertainment is big. And it's a great way to get people hooked and to get them interested in what you have to say. Okay, number two, you want to educate them. And I'm going to dive into the three stages of buyer awareness. And number three, you want to empower them, make them feel like they're capable because you are, right? Just like they are. Make them feel and understand that they can do it, that there is hope, that there is a solution for them in all of their problems and that you have the solution. Now, as we dive into the three stages of buyer's awareness, okay, remember this, we need to be aware that people are unaware. Okay. We need to be aware that people are unaware. So what I mean by that is this, I once had a patient come into the clinic and he came in and he came in, yes, holding his shoulder but he also came in limping. He didn't have a cane, right? He came in limping pretty bad. And as I went up to him and you know, asked him if he needed some help, he said, no, no, I'm fine. Thank you so much, right? I'm just going to go ahead and sit down and I will, I'll just sit down and wait. I'm like, okay, perfect. I'm like, hey, by the way, I know I'm going to see you in just a moment, but I'm curious what happened to your hip? And he's like, oh, my hip? My hip's totally fine. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm, I'm here. I'm actually here for my shoulder. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I can definitely see, you know, I saw you rubbing your shoulder. So, you know, it seems like it's bothering you quite a bit, but you said your hip's not bothering you. Like, are you sure? 
It's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's totally fine. Totally fine. And he was kind of confused at why I was asking him that question. And I was confused because he had a pretty significant limp. So I'm like, well, sir, like I, I have to ask you, like, you know, are you sure you didn't fall or, you know, you don't have any pain in the hip? He's like, no, no, I'm fine. And I'm like, okay. Cause you know, you walked in and you were kind of limping a little bit. So I just, I didn't, I wasn't sure. And he's like, I was limping in. And I'm like, yeah. So he's like, are you really? I'm like, yeah. Right. Just as confused as I was now. And he's like, can you show me? Can you like record? And, and I've never realized this. Right. And I recorded a video. He's like, whoa, that's terrible. I said, I know, <laughs> I know. It's like, I had no idea. And he didn't realize that he was limping that bad. He didn't realize he was limping at all. He was unaware. And so many people go through life unaware, right, of the problems that they have, even a physical problem. So what all this comes down to is understanding this. It's understanding that people are unaware. They're problem unaware. And we want to make them problem aware. So one of the things that we want to make sure with our content is that we're creating content that speaks to people's problems, that makes them aware of their problems, that makes them realize, oh, shoot, you know, I have been struggling to get in the car. I have been struggling to bend down and pick something up, or I have been, you know, struggling to get out of bed and I have been dealing with less energy, right? So this is problem aware content to get them aware that, hey, there is something that's going on that's not right. Number two is solution aware. Now, solution aware content is content where we're making people realize that, hey, there are some solutions out there to this problem. And these are the solutions that are out there. These are the ones that may work, might not work. And it depends on who's using them. So, hey, there are solutions to this problem. Now we're getting people to realize, okay, I have a problem and there are solutions to this problem. Okay. So as people start to realize that, wait a second, I might be able to get this fixed. Now is when we want to start talking about our product, our program, our service specifically in a way that shows them that it's made for them. Okay. It's custom made for them. Now, there are several ways to do that. I'm not going to dive into it right now. If you're interested in learning more about this specifically, we do have a five-day challenge that we host every couple months called the Content to Clients Challenge, where we can dive into that at a deeper level. So if that's something that you're interested in, go ahead and email us at hello at healthcarebusinessuniversity.org. That's hello at healthcarebusinessuniversity.org. And we'll go ahead and get that sent over your way so you can sign up for the waitlist for the next challenge. So that is product awareness. Okay. We want to make sure people are aware that we have a product, but they're not going to buy your product, your program, your service, if they don't first think that they have a problem, right? That needs to be solved. So this is key here, right? We have to know why we're creating the content in the first place. Now, that's mistake number one, is not understanding that, okay? We have to be able to create content to get people to realize and become aware of. And the way we do that in a way that keeps them and their attention on us, right, is by empowering, educating, and entertaining them. Okay, say it with me so you remember empowering, 
educating and entertaining the three E's, the three E's. Okay. Number two, let's dive into number two. Less is more. Okay. Less is more. We want to promote more instead of create more. Okay. We want to promote more instead of create more. Now in the beginning, you know, for many of us, we throw spaghetti on the wall. We throw everything on there, trying to figure out what's going to stick. And that's okay, right? But there comes a time where you want to be very intentional about the content, right? You want to focus on creating better quality content and send more people to that content. So I see so many people that are posting, and maybe this is you, and that's okay if it's what you've been doing and it hasn't been working for you, right? And you're starting to learn a new system, a new strategy around creating content. And you decide, hey, this actually sounds like it makes sense. Then you can make a decision to change that, right? To shift what hasn't been working and possibly learn and implement a new strategy that actually requires less time, energy, and effort and gets results. So that's something that you want. Listen to number two. And don't just listen to this second piece of advice, but also make sure to take it to that next level, okay, and implement it. Implement it, okay? So number two, less is more, promote more instead of creating more, okay? So what we did was we actually took the amount of content that we were creating And again, it wasn't the best quality content because we were all over the place. And we actually started to remove 95% of it. So we stuck to about three to four posts a week. Okay. Three to four posts a week inside of a Facebook group. And what ended up happening was amazing. Because we posted less, we actually had people that were asking us more. Because we were less available, people wanted to get more of us. So we started to have all these questions, all these people messaging us with these questions and engaging in conversation with us because our content is really good, right? Inside that Facebook group and people wanted to get more from us. They wanted to learn more from us. They wanted to be able to really take what we were teaching and implement it at a high level so they can get the same results. Now, when it comes to that, right, what most people don't see is what's happening behind the scenes. So yes, we only post about three to four pieces of content unless we're doing a a promotion, right, for an event or something that's happening in our community, right? But typically it's three to four pieces of content with the intention that we're gonna take those key pieces of content and send as many people to it as possible. Listen, the truth is that social media and Facebook and Instagram, all the social media platforms, they're constantly changing their algorithms. You know, one month, it's incredible. It's hot. It's on fire. People are engaging. They're loving it, right? You're having all these conversations. Everyone's seeing it. And another month, it falls flat. Not a lot of engagement. Not a lot of people commenting on your posts. So what we do and what we do differently, and I highly recommend that you really learn this system, okay, so that you can also get more engagement. So you can also get more people 
taking in your content so you can ultimately help more people and grow your business to that next level like you really want to, you're going to want to actually send all the people in and on your list to that one or two pieces of content. So the idea is create one solid, great quality piece of content and you send people to it. We do that through multiple platforms. We do that through email, through text. We create stories or other types of posts that are very easy to create right around that one piece of content to send people there, okay? To send people there. And what we do with that one piece of content is we make sure that as many people as possible, as many people as we have in our audience on our list actually sees it. So I highly recommend and believe that if you do that, create one quality piece of content. And if you literally promote that thing for a whole week or a whole month, even if it's a special lead magnet you've created, you'll get much better results than if you created 30 pieces of content in one month. Okay. So build a library of quality content over time and then create strategic marketing systems around it. That's how you do it. Okay. So less is more. That's number two. Now, again, if you want to go deeper on this, if you want to actually see what this process looks like, then make sure to take that next step and join us for our next Content Declines Challenge. Now, every few months, we host a different challenge. So if you're listening to this at this point, right, you may or may not be close to this specific challenge, but either way, reach out to us. We'll get you more information. And at the very least, you can sign up and get yourself on the wait list for the next one. But again, if you know, and I really think you know this, right? That content is extremely important for your business and you're not currently getting the results that you want, or you know that there's another level and you'd like to really find a couple of distinctions here and there to take your business to that next level, then this is for you. Number three. Okay, number three is not being consistent and mastering one platform first. So the mistake is not being consistent. Okay, not being consistent. And what we tend to see when someone isn't being consistent is that they're trying to do too much in too many places. And I only know this because, again, like I mentioned earlier, that was me. It happened to us early on. So we want to make sure that in the beginning, right, although many people talk about omnipresence and being everywhere, right, which is great and I still recommend it, it's important that we follow the steps. And when we do it, when we start to expand is just as, if not more important than being everywhere all the time without the best strategy. So what we want to make sure we do, okay, is in order to not get overwhelmed, to not burn out, and to not feel like quitting, okay, you want to make sure that you choose one platform where your audience is at, you hone in on that platform, you get consistent on that platform, you master that platform, you systemize that platform, you get someone to help you manage that platform, And then, and only then, can you add on a second 
layer. So let's say you start with Facebook. You start with Facebook and after about three, six, nine months, a year, you've squeezed everything that you possibly can out of that one place, right? You've squeezed out all the juice and you've figured out how to keep that juice flowing. Maybe you've created systems around the process. You've dialed it in. You've built a habit. You're consistent. Maybe you've also hired a virtual assistant or someone to help you manage your Facebook marketing system. And then you go ahead and expand and add that second layer so that you're stacking mastery over mastery over mastery over mastery, as opposed to being a jack of all trades, right? Too early on and being inconsistent everywhere. Can you see how that makes sense? Can you see how that's a better strategy than being inconsistent and posting in all these different places without intention, without a strategy that can ultimately get you the clients that you're looking to work with and looking to serve. Absolutely, right? It it makes sense. So those are the three content creation mistakes that we see most often. Are there more? Absolutely, right? But those are the most common ones that we see. And there are solutions to these, okay? There are solutions to these mistakes. There are ways to actually implement, okay, the strategies that I briefly mentioned in today's episode. And if you feel like even one of these mistakes is a mistake that you've been making, again, it's not your fault. Many people go through them. Now, what is your fault is if you don't do something about it after today. So if you want to really get the most out of the effort you're putting into creating your content, if you want to make sure your content lands, if you want to make sure that you are actually getting results from your content, and by results, I mean happy paying clients right, that are interested, engaged, and want to learn more about your services and how you can possibly help them so that you can grow your business to that level where you know that you're going to be good. You're going to be good financially. You're going to get that time freedom. You're going to be able to do the things that you really want to do without the stress in wondering if, wow, is this content marketing thing actually working? Is it even worth the effort? And you know, with the right strategy, you'll be able to really maximize this process, the most out of this process. And not just, again, make a lot of money, that's cool, but help a lot of people. So if that's you, right, and you want to really dial this in, then what I highly recommend that you do is want to go ahead and sign up for the Content to Clients 5-Day Challenge, okay? It's going to blow your socks off. We're going to provide so much value. You're going to absolutely freaking love it. And I hope to see you there. So if you have any questions, again, send an email to hello at healthcarebusinessuniversity.org. And if you like this episode, please share it with your friends, share your greatest takeaway on your favorite social media platform and tag us at Healthcare Business University or at Dr. Javier Carlin. That way I get to hear from you. I get to hear what your greatest takeaway was. And when you share your greatest takeaway with others, not only do you get the benefit because you're more likely to retain it and remember it, but so do they, so do the people in your audience, right? And of course, as a healthcare professional, you love to help people. So 
hey, why not help your friends? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Healthcare Business Radio, and I will see you in the next one. So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show.